Hey, you guys, this is a Facebook live stream that I'm doing on Zoom. Just so you know, I'm actually doing this in my Facebook group called Helping Your Anxious Child, Helping Your Anxious Teen. That's what the Facebook group is called. So if you're curious about that, go ahead and go on there. That's where all of these recordings are going to happen. I'm also going to post them as an audio podcast. So feel free to come here for that as well. Um, I'm going to hurry. This is my first time doing it off of Zoom, so I'm going to hurry and try to make sure that I'm getting in my Facebook group here. Um, today, the thing that I want to talk about today is what a lot of people have asked about in my Facebook group, and that is, and that's probably the same reason why you came to this podcast, is how do I help my anxious child, right? It's literally the title of this um, podcast. So how can you help your anxious child? That is what we're talking about today. I want to make sure I'm going, how do you help your anxious child? This is going to be maybe not what you've expected, but if you have followed along for long enough, then hopefully you do expect this answer. You cannot help your child unless you are helping yourself first, right? Let's think about this for a second, right? The analogy of the airplane mask. You cannot save your child if you've blacked out because you don't have any oxygen because you didn't put your mask on first, right? So that's why they tell you, put your mask on first and then put your kid's mask on because if you've blacked out, then you can't help them and then nobody has oxygen. Or if you put your mask on, your kid blacks out, you can at least still put their mask on them, right? Um, so you could save everybody that way if you are helping yourself. Another thing, if you are trying to teach, I always go to soccer because soccer is like was my entire life growing up. Um, if you wanted your child to learn soccer and you're like trying to teach your kids soccer, you're trying to help them with soccer, but you don't know any of the rules and you don't even know how to like kick a soccer ball and you've never spent any time playing soccer or researching or studying or practicing or watching soccer, then how are you supposed to help them, right? <laughs> You might be teaching them to kick with their toe instead of the side of their foot, right? You might be teaching them to throw like this in when they're supposed to throw over their head, right? So so that's what we're doing here. That's exactly what the podcast is for. That's exactly what this group is for, is to help you first. And then when we can help you, we can help, you can help your child, right? So I want you to imagine if you have anxiety, which likely a lot of you do, right? A lot of us in here, when our kids are having, if we didn't have anxiety before, if we didn't have anxiety before having kids, we sure as heck have anxiety now, especially when you have um, a child who has anxiety. What does that bring up in you? Probably anxiety, right? Especially if you don't know how to, how to help them. So we're going to help you with your anxiety, help you with whatever's happening in those situations so that you're way more capable to help your child so that you have a greater understanding of what's happening for them because you've experienced it or you've at least practiced it or you've at least studied it, right? Not saying that you haven't. I'm sure that you have, right? We're all looking for resources, but that's kind of the idea behind what we're what we're doing today. Um, so how do you help yourself first? For those of you who experience anxiety, um, what I want you to focus on here is if you haven't been applying tools to yourself, then how can you help your child apply those tools to them, right? 
if you've applied them to yourself, you've practiced them and you've used them, like one of my one of my tools is the breathing technique, right? I could teach people the breathing technique um, to help lower their anxiety. I could teach them that, but it's not as useful or as helpful um, if I haven't practiced it myself in those stressful, anxious situations. When I can have practiced it myself and I'm like, okay, this is what it feels like to use this breathing exercise when I'm experiencing anxiety and this is what happens for me and this is how it works and this is what I feel, then it's so much easier to help my daughter when she's struggling with um, her anxious, guilty feelings or when she's having nightmares, right? Or any of my kids for that matter. It's so much easier because I can take myself back to that moment when I did that for myself and I can bring that to here and I can be like, here's how you do it, right? Take it or leave it. If this works for you, awesome. This is what worked for me. And I can walk them through that so much easier, right? So we're going to be applying them to you as well so that you can help your kids even more. All right. Um, here's what happens. Well, no, the question that I have for you, I want you to think about the last time your child was anxious or or a big moment that you remember when your child was anxious. And I want you to take yourself back there. I'm closing my eyes. What did that look like? What was happening? So take a second. I'm going to make sure that I'm on uh, Facebook here. Take a second to visualize that, to think about that. What was happening when you were, when your child was anxious? What did it look like? What were they doing? What were you doing? What was said? What actions were taken? Take yourself back here. Okay. What did you do when your child was feeling anxious? There's no judgment here, by the way. Okay. If if when your child was anxious, you were yelling and, and you got anxious and sent everyone to their room, no judgment here. I just want us to look at the facts of what was happening. Okay. Without judgment or shame. We're not allowed to do that here. <laughs> right. I want you to think about this. So I always think about this in terms of um, business because my husband works for a printer software uh, business. They're not looking back on like, and I'm also business minded. They're not looking back on a big mistake in their work. Like maybe if they lost a $20,000 lead, right. They're not looking back at that and being like, Oh, we're so like crap. We did so horribly. Like, we're just going to go sit in our bed and eat ice cream because we did this. We failed here. We said this. We got upset. Like, this is exactly what happened, right? They're not judging it. They're just looking at it neutrally to try to solve the problem, to try to be like, literally what was happening in that situation? We're going to bring everybody in and be like, what happened here? And then we're going to figure it out so it doesn't happen again, right? Or we're going to figure it out so that when it does happen again, we have a better way to work through it. So I always like to think about if I'm bringing too much business in, well, then maybe this podcast isn't for you because that's the way I think. But um, that's that's kind of what we're doing here is we're looking at it neutrally without judgment, just what was happening. And I want you to get a really clear picture. What were you doing? How did you show up in that situation? Not to judge yourself, but just to notice, just to be aware. What did you say? What did you do? What? How were you feeling? Right? All of those things. 
And then how would you have liked to show up? So we've got an idea of what happened when your child was anxious. And then we're going to go to a place of, okay, well, if we could redo that $20,000 lead that we lost in the business, if we could redo that situation, what would we do differently? What would we do that was the same? Maybe you would keep exactly everything the same. That's really good to know too, right? Because in business as well, it's like, if we get this million dollar lead and it goes through, like, oh, how did we get that? That was awesome. We need to look at that. We need to dissect it. We need to figure out what was happening that made it work. And we need to go and replicate that and do it over and over and over again. Okay, so we're gonna look at we're gonna look at the stuff that you wish you would have done, the stuff that um you did great, the stuff that you did do. Okay. So how would you have liked to show up? And I would offer to pause this for a second here. If you're listening to it in a podcast, pause it for a minute and think about how would I have liked to show up in this situation? How would I have liked to feel when my daughter was feeling super anxious last week? What would I have wished that I said or did? What are the actions I wish I would have taken? And get really specific with it. I want you to even visualize it if you can. Be like, okay, this is what I, this is what could have happened. This is what I wish I would have shown up like. And that is a, such a good indicator, you guys, of how you can help your child. Because I could say specific things of like, well, you should do this and this and this and this. But number one, I don't know your child. Number two, I don't know you and I don't know the dynamics of your home. So we're, I'm kind of putting this on you here to trust yourself, have some self-trust that you know what your child needed in that situation, that you know how you would have liked to show up, that you know what feelings you would have liked to have brought into that situation. All right? Because the answer for me, it could be different, right? Some, if my daughter's being super anxious and, and maybe disrespectful to me, then I might want to be calm and I might want to go give her a hug and I might want to like bring her closer to me and I might want to just be quiet. Or somebody else who's not me might want to be like, hey, listen, that's not respectful. We need to all take a break. You go wherever you need to, to get some alone time. I'm going to go cool off as well. And when we come back, we can deal with it in a minute, right? Giving each other space. So I don't want to, I want you to realize here that nothing is wrong. I mean, as long as we're keeping people safe or always, when I say nothing is wrong here, I just want you to know that it's a given that we're going to keep our kids safe. It's a given that we're going to um, create safety, right? Um, and so I, I feel like I already know that you guys want to keep your kids safe here. If you're here, you're looking to help keep your kids safe. Um, so those are the questions that I really want you to go through and ask for yourself. Um, when you're laying in bed at night and you're thinking about these anxious moments with your kids or the disrespectful moments that they've had through the day 
or the moments where maybe you lost your cool throughout the day. Um, this is what you can do. You can think about the business, right? You can think about it as a business because who does it help when you're laying in bed and you're thinking about all these things and you're feeling guilty? Who does that help? In my opinion, it helps no one, okay? Because guilt, I'm going to say this, and I might have some people disagree with me, for, in my opinion, guilt is a useless feeling, okay? I, I had a parent one time who, who actually disagreed with me and was like, no, I want my kid to feel guilty. Like, I want them to feel some guilt because then they'll change. But what I want to offer here is that guilt doesn't get us to change. Guilt makes us feel worse. Guilt makes us, I want you to think about the last time you felt guilt as a mom or guilt in any other situation, right? Did it motivate you to be better? Probably not. It probably just made you feel even worse and made you and made your brain go off on all the other things you should feel guilty about and feel like crap about and all the other places where you're feeling. Okay. So when you're laying in bed at night and you're think, feeling guilty and you recognize that because of some of the ways that you showed up at night, or maybe, maybe some of the ways you didn't even show up, maybe some of the ways you were avoidant and didn't show up in those situations. What you can do is be like, okay, let's look at this situation neutrally. How did I show up in this situation? What did I do? What did I say? How was I feeling? We're going to drop the guilt. We're going to give yourself permission to drop that guilt and that shame and say, we're going to look at this and we're going to dissect it. And then we're going to see where we went right. And we're going to see what we, where we feel like we went wrong. And then figure out how would I have done it if I could do this over again, how would I have liked to have done it? And that's just a little tool you can use. If you're spending energy at night in your bed or on your phone, looking at pictures of your babies and be like, how could I have done that to them? Speaking from experience, right? If you're spending energy on that, it doesn't feel good, number one. And it's it is using energy. So if you're already using energy, you might as well use it to help yourself feel better next time. And not only yourself, but to help your child feel better next time, right? So um, that's just a little exercise I want you guys to use. Let me know as you're doing it. You can even get off of this call right now and and go apply this to the last three situations. Go apply this to one of your children. Um, and then come back and I'd love it in the Facebook group if you want to share how you, sh you don't have to share how you showed up. That's pretty vulnerable, but you can share how you would have liked to have done things differently. All right. That's what I've got for you guys today. I got to go pick up my kiddo from preschool. You guys, I am entering this stage of my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming a lot of, um, more of you are older than I am and have older kids than I do, but I'm entering this stage of my life where most of my kids are all in school. I have four kiddos. So I my second to youngest just got into kindergarten and she's full day kindergarten. We didn't have a choice on that. That just happened. And then I have a preschooler. He goes like twice a week. Um, and so I'm getting this time to myself that I've never, ever had before. And it's wonderful. And I also feel a little bit stressed out about how I'm using this time. <laughs> Anyways, it, it's not very long. It really goes by so much faster. You think you've got like five or six hours, but really when you're doing all of the things and you work, like it's really not that much time.
but it's it's a fun stage of life that I'm entering and I'm actually really excited to see what I can create from it um and what how we can get started in this group as well and offer I'm gonna be offering more classes and more um more teen Tuesdays and just showing up in here more so it's gonna be awesome if you, I'm always going to put this plug in. If you feel like I would like specific help with this, you can always message me, DM me, or put in the comments, hey, I'd like to learn more about your sessions. Um, and we can always work on that together. I literally just got off a call with my life coach today. And I've, I'm just going to put this plug in. I've been going to therapy for the past two months. Um, and I had this one session with my life coach today, and it is like blowing all of those sessions out of the water. It was so impactful. I actually have to go and do the work from that call right now. Um, always looking to improve myself, always looking to be a better mom to these four kiddos and be better in my marriage and be better in my individual life. And so the work that you can get done in just one session is actually really amazing. So feel free to reach out about those individual sessions. Um, and I'm going to end this call. I really hope that this, oh my goodness. I really hope that this streamed into the Facebook group. We'll have to, we'll have to see. All right, you guys have a great day. Bye.